G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. My name's Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is the one and only J. Rowe, friend of the show. How are you, buddy? Oh, yeah, there we go. No more manga motherfucker. No more manga motherfucker. <laughs> Try and keep it a bit me. clean up top. How you doing, <laughs> well, bud? I just ruined that, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. How you been? Yeah, good, brother. Good, brother. Hey, we should probably start this episode off with a bit of Can I Take Your Order, huh? Can I take your order, please? You know, that's what we like. Bloody hell. So, can I take I your order? I had McDonald's three times last week, so let's go. Fuck yes. <laughs> uh, so, this is a segment of the show where we talk about all the hot and relevant news about the fast food franchises in Australia. Now, um, as you would have uh, remembered from last episode, J-Ro, I'm on a bit of a health kick. Um, I, a bit? I, um, I've been doing health pretty good, you know? <laughs> I've been doing pretty good. I kind of eased up on it, you know, I wasn't going as hard, you know, I had more than a tomato and an avocado for lunch. Um, it's not sustainable that at all. No, no, no. So, um, I've decided, I decided last week to give myself a bit of a cheat day. Uh, I was going to save it for the Friday, um, but something happened on Tuesday afternoon when I finished work and I thought I'd just run you through what happened. So, I finished work at around, you know, five o'clock, I get in my car. And we have like an electronic gate at work. So you've got to pull up and wait for the world's slowest gate to open. Like it takes a good 30 <laughs> seconds for this thing to open. Like it's a long time. <laughs> so you get, so like in that 30 Enough seconds. Enough time to think about the day. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, for me, that's 30 <laughs> seconds of scrolling. You know what I mean? Like as soon as your hands are idle, it's like, yeah, I'll scroll. Um, so I was scrolling through Instagram and I got a paid promotion from the one and only Dirty Bird himself, the Colonel the Kentucky oh, Fried Master, and it was uh, promoting yes, a new a new promotion that they're doing on the $8 buckets. <laughs> the $8 oh, buckets. Fuck fucking me Tuesdays. dead. It fucking... This is actually... I don't know if this is a, like a completely new deal, because I, I, something, something reminds me when I was living on the Gold Coast that they used to do Tuesday deals. Yeah, they've done Tuesday's so. deal, deals before, but this is hands down the best deal they've ever done. So, for $8, you can get, like, five pieces of original recipe or 18 chicken nuggets or eight pieces of Wicked Wings or five uh, tender strips. So, you know your boy. I got I, I picked the wi- I went the Wicked Wings. I'm not a fucking psycho. I was just about to say, brother, it, if if you're not going eight Wicked Wings for $8... Oh, it's the best deal the ever. Fuck out of here. Eight Wicked Wings for eight bucks. You know what's better than eight Wicked Wings for eight bucks, buddy? 16 what? Wicked Wings for $16, because that's what your boy got. <laughs> you know what's better than that? <laughs> so I was, uh, 
as soon as I saw that promotion, I was like, fuck it, cheat days today, motherfucker. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, straight to KFC. It's conveniently on my drive home from work, which is fucking brutal. Um, but, yeah, pulled into the drive through. I had exactly $16 in my wallet. So I was like, right, yeah. <laughs> 16 wings, that's no a, drink. That's a pretty – well, you're a dry boy, as we know, so you don't dry need boy. a Dry boy. <laughs> uh, <I had laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, 16 wings in my 23-minute drive home from work, and I reckon I was finished in about oh, – probably about five minutes before I got home. Um, <laughs> I felt fucking it. disgusting. Um, I also had to stop and put in petrol in my car. So, you know, well, when in Rome, I, I walked into the servo and I there was a two for four chockey bar. So I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Oh, it's cheat you day. Not, you needed dessert. I needed dessert, <laughs> mate. So I washed down 16 <laughs> chicken wings with a Snickers bar and a new chocolate bar from uh, Reese's Pizzas. It was called an outrageous... Did you just say Reese's Pizza? <laughs> Reese's Pizzas. Reese's Pizzas. I can't say it properly. <laughs> say it again. You can't. I can't. Say it again. Wait, Reese's wait. Just pizzas. say just say pieces. Just say pieces. Pieces. Now say Reese's. Reese's. Pieces. There Reese's we go. Reese's pieces. There we go. Reese's pieces. <laughs> anyway. But I tell you what, Reese's pizza would be fucking dope. Oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Peanut butter on pizza. Sign me the fuck up. Yes, I'll have so. a heart attack in my thirties for all I care. Um <laughs> But yeah, there was this <laughs> There was this new new chocolate bar, and it it was it's maybe my favorite chocolate bar of all time. I haven't had one since then because I've been trying to stick to this diet a little bit more rigidly. Um, but it was basically a solid like log of the Reese's peanut butter, coated in whole peanuts, and then a layer oh. of chocolate on top. Uh, fucking incredible! It was crunchy. Oh, that's all right. The crunchy peanut peanuts with the smooth kind of thick Reese's peanut butter and then just a thick dirty layer of milk chocolate on the outside daddy was in heaven brother <laughs> daddy was in heaven I gotta get around that because like I do like a Reese's Pieces cup oh, I but, hate um, it's it's kind of like you, you, like if you look at it objectively or subjectively it's not great peanut butter and it's not great chocolate but you put them together and it's something special. Mm. So if they're putting like a layer of peanuts on there, I'm all around that. And I would say the um, chocolate quality compared to the, you know, the original Reese's Pieces, um, tenfold better. Tenfold oh, better. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, real milk, real milky milk chocolate. Fucking good yeah. shit. It was, it was really mad. It was the the cheat day from heaven. And now that I've implemented <laughs> cheat days, I'm, I'm starting to plan them. And um, let's just say the next that's, one is going to be. You do. Oh yeah, the next one's going to be fucking filthy. I'm going to eat yeah. like a whole pizza wrapped in a fucking burger, finish it off with a Big Mac. Like I'm just going to go nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to eat enough food to make like last a month. It's going to be great. So it's cheat. It's cheat day of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Every week though. <laughs> Man, wrapping it in pizza it reminds me one time like I I got like a um. A pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut, mm. and I bought the the tender the tender meal from Nando's. Chucked the entire tender meal inside the pizza and just folded it over. I ordered it without being cut, so it was just a whole pizza. Mm. Rolled that bitch up and then ate that. That was 
man, wrapping things with pizza is a fantastic idea. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, cutting pizzas, man, when I used to work in a pizzeria, there was this absolute psycho who would come in and request his pizza not be cut in the triangles, but be cut into strips. Oh, I've, oh So just like vertical kind of strips. So it's just like he would get like, you know, 11 strips of pizza. There's no consistency in that. So, if, like, for the listeners, just picture a pizza, just cut vertically or horizontally, but, like, not both, just one of them. So, you get, like, the middle strip is, like, a fucking, a good, you know, 30 to 40 centimetres long, and then the end strips are just little... It's It was, honestly, the worst thing I've had to do working in hospitality, and I've had to do some heinous things. <laughs> But man, when you like hearing you say that, I, and I don't know if I'm going to sound like a complete psycho now, but when I was like a kid, and oh, we 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 didn't have like spaghetti often. I come from like a, a classic bogan Australian family, like but more bogan where we didn't actually have that much spaghetti. Yeah. And and when you did, like I was fascinated with it. And I don't know if anyone else did this. I might be calling myself out here, but I would you'd like swallow it and try to not cut it off. And then <laughs> pull it back out. Yeah, <laughs> pull it back. Out. Oh yeah. I can. Ju- I just picture that guy with his pepperoni pizza, <laughs> just like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, oh, pulling it back out, oh, pulling it back out, and then trying to eat it again. But maybe, maybe it was his cheat day, bro. You don't know. Don't don't uh, hate on him. <laughs> he was uh, p- putting it all the way down your throat and then clenching a little bit so you can just scrape off all the toppings, but leave the pizza base. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) That is the worst thing I've ever heard or pictured. Um, Speaking of something that is very good to picture, we got a little surprise the other day with the release of Season 5, Episode 1 of Rick and Morty. I haven't gone in on watching it yet, but you did. What did you think of the episode? It was just just classic, left-of-field hilarity. Like... completely introduced a new character who apparently has a massive backstory with Rick. It's, and of course it's so random that it's, it's exactly what you expect from Rick and Morty. The, and, and the entire episode played out perfectly. Um, absolutely hilarious. There was a good, there was good progression with, um, Morty's parents and and their current relationship. Mm. Um, no, get into it, bro. And then, and then let me know what you think. Cause it's a great start to the season, to be honest. Uh, yeah. And there's already so many gifts about Mr. Nimbus. I've already it's seen hilarious. like 40. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I, I realized that a, I realized that a new episode of Rick and Morty came out when every fucking group chat I was in had a Mr. Nimbus fucking gif in it. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, this weird Aquaman looking uh. guy shaking his sack. Man, I have like such a <clears throat> such a like weird relationship with Rick and Morty where I really love it, but I absolutely hate the fandom of Rick and Morty. I think it's my most hated fandom on the internet. I fucking man, from the last episode I was on, we know you love a fandom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, I'll have to do a fan fiction feel about Rick and Morty. That would be some. Actually, no, I don't think it would be because it's already so cooked. I think when you. I think the thing I've realized <laughs> when reading fan fiction is the le- the less cooked the show is, the more cooked the fandom yeah. can be. So I might find some yeah, like exactly. Bob the Builder fandom that'll just be the most like horrific pegging of all time. <laughs> but uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get lofty to fucking crane his nuts or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> dizzy, dizzy cement mixer just getting filled with cum, just fucking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're you're going to start the fandom by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I just got some inspiration for my first Bob the Builder fanfic. It yeah, should you... be good. <laughs> Fan friction. <laughs> oh man, um. Man, I can even pinpoint, because I was thinking about this when I saw the new Rick and Morty um, episode, uh, like when I saw it come up, um, I can even pinpoint the moment I started hating the Rick and Morty fandom, and it was like exactly around the time um, when the Szechuan sauce fucking mania was happening, and you had fucking lunatics lining up in McDonald's screaming, I want my Szechuan sauce, like... Honestly, the worst thing that's ever happened to a fandom was fucking Rick and Morty's Szechuan sauce drama. It <laughs> killed fucking... Rick and Morty's, like, got a bad name now because of that shit. But, like, stop and think about the power of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. The, the fans of that show f- literally forced one of the, gr- like, largest conglomerate companies... Like, they're, they're one of the biggest... Well, if you talk about like hospital and food industry, they're probably the number one industry uh, company in the industry. I think I read they somewhere forced that forced them into re-releasing a product that they had shelved for decades. Yeah, I think I was reading somewhere, or I heard it on a podcast, um, that McDonald's is the biggest owner of real estate in the world. Well, that look, think about how many how many stores there are. There's thousands of stores. Yeah, like they forced McDonald's into releasing a product that they had completely discontinued. Like, that's insane. Yeah, <clears throat> Rick and Morty has so much power. Like, well, at, I, th- I feel like it's died off a little bit. Mm. But at the time, they, I mean, it couldn't come at a better time. You could, I would call it a complete coincidence. But if looking at it retrospectively, the fact that it happened in, in the first place goes to show the absolute power that this ha- this show had and why it, it is such a successful show. Mm. It clearly speaks to so many people on so in, within so many dem- demographics. It's not like a bunch of 12-year-olds could get together and force McDonald's to release mm. a product. No, yeah, exactly. There's, there's so many people just begging for this shit. And then they release a, li- a, Mac is a limited edition. was smart yeah. as fuck and they release a limited amount of them where... One sauce packet. Can you? Can you? This is the world we live in, where one packet of sauce can sell for thirty thousand dollars. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. A uh, favorite pastime of mine is scrolling through, um, f- like uh, shaped chips, like chips that have been sh- like that uh, come out of the packet in a funny oh, shape, and seeing how much they sell like for. Jesus or yeah. Or there was one that shit. was shaped like an Among Us character that sold for like ten grand like three weeks ago. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? And I don't even know what that is. Exactly. It's it's nuts. Um the thing the thing I like love hate about the the um Rick and Morty series so much uh, and the fandom so much is that everyone just seems to get I think a lot of people think that Rick Sanchez is the good character, like he's the character you're supposed to emulate and be like, but like <laughs> when watching that show with like through an objective lens, like Rick Rick Sanchez is a fucking bad dude. Like he's the villain of that oh, series, yeah. but so many people I mean, idolize him as the a hero. Devil incarnate. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the worst dude ever to exist in the universe. And these guys are like, I want to be like him. I'm like, really, really. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, Morty. <laughs> 
Um, Literally taking his teenage his teenage grandson and just ruining his life. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Um, the reason I wasn't around to watching Rick and Morty this week is I was on an absolute binge of a anime that came out a few years ago. Um, but That's new. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> recently, just uh, it just appeared in my like um, recommended next watch, and I was just literally just like, okay, I clicked on it. Uh, it's an anime called Darwin's Game. Have you ever heard of it? Look, honestly, the title sounds a little bit familiar, but please enlighten me. Yeah, so Darwin's Game. It's only got one season out now, or at least one season on uh, Funimation, which I watched it on. Um, it's a f- like it's a really interesting series. It's um a so it's basically like a death game uh series similar to uh Zodiac Wars, yeah. which is another right. kind of death game series. Um but this where it's all through an app called Darwin's Game. And it's like a clandestine app and yeah, so basically this the protag, you know, he gets a friend request on the game. Um he by one of his friends, he accepts his friend request only for a snake to come out of his phone and bite his neck and put like a little tag on his neck. It it's it's kind of played off as like a hallucination that no one else can see, but it it seems yeah. very real. And so it's basically this kind of it's described mm-hmm. as a relentless murder and conquest game. So it's got like quests that come up and events and things. There's factions and stuff. Um the main kind of hook kind of to this series is that when you are summoned or when you accept the invite and you go into Darwin's game, you are gifted with a sigil and that sigil is a, you know, a superpower unique to players and the the game and the pro tag gets like somebody each, pl- each player has a unique sigil. Yeah, I think it's I think it's unique because I, I haven't seen any like duplicates and stuff like that, and the the power scale of them varies so much. Like his friend that summons him into the game, actually, I don't think it's the one that summons him. It's another one of his friends. He's in the game as well. He has the sigil that he can read body heat signatures, which sounds kind of cool. But in the in the world of the game, it's the worst ability you could possibly have. <laughs> the The first kind of um, battle the protag gets into is with a character who's a described as a rookie slayer. So his basically whole goal is to get new players and kill them instantly. Um, yeah. He wears this like panda costume and has like a baseball jacket on. It's a fucking wicked good design, and he. He's got a sigil that can turn him invisible. So he's just like this absolute beast oh. of a murderer. Um, OP. Yeah. And like minor spoiler warnings here for the sigil that our pro tag gets. Um, it, you do catch on pretty quickly what it is, but he gets a sigil that he can recreate any weapon or item that he's held in his hands, like to a certain extent. Like he can't replicate a car, but he can replicate... Uh, a machine gun or a rifle or a flashbang and stuff like that. So he's just kind of this walking armory dude. Um, and man, it's a fantastic kind of psychological thriller. I kind of reminiscent of like a Future Diaries. If you've ever, if anyone out there has heard of that series, I was just about to ask. Hearing you talk about it, it sounded similar to that. So that yeah, yeah. that was actually going to be my first question. With the one exception where the animation style in Darwin's game is basically flawless it's really one of the most pretty kind of death game animes i've seen you know um 
I don't know if I've spoken about it on here, but there was a one called um, Zodiac Wars that me and friend of the show Jason were watching. And that was really pretty, but also very dumb. Where this mm. Darwin's game is very pretty, but also not dumb. It's 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 quite fun to watch, but also, you know, there's some twists and turns where you see when it happens, you're kind of like, oh shit, yeah, damn, that's fucking sick. Um, really good characters, really good world, really good concept, and I'm really hoping that there's another season coming out because I think there's only like 12 episodes out now, and it's like brutally short. Like it's like you get to the end of that 12 episodes, and you're like, fucking. Oh my god, I just want more. Um, <laughs> That's good. So yeah, 100% recommend. It's definitely getting it. Um, so it's from Funimation? Yeah, well, it was on Anime Lab, um, but if you were in Australia slash New Zealand, Anime Lab has now become Funimation, um, which is a huge blow oh, to me. Oh, really? Because, yeah, Anime Lab is merged with Funimation in Australia and New Zealand. Um, huge blow to me because Funimation's UI and app are bad where Anime Lab's UI and app were fantastic. Like, just for so, example, the dumbest thing the dumbest thing on the Funimation app right now is if you... So I pre-download episodes on my phone to watch when I'm at work <clears> because, you know, I don't always get the best service. On Funimation, if you pre-download an episode, it only downloads it in um, portrait mode, not landscape mode. So you can't change the perspective <laughs> on it. Like, it's the dumbest thing, right? <laughs> It's so easy to fix. Dumb. It's so dumb. And I was like looking through all the settings. I'm like, surely, surely this is just, I've made a mistake here. But no, nah. yeah. you download something, it's in portrait mode. It can't switch into landscape. Like that's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's difficult to say the least. Mm. So, so and for someone like Funimation, who should definitely have a better UI. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about, I've been, so I've been, this is a complete tangent, but like we've been watching all the Marvel series and currently Loki. Yep. Disney, who are incredibly wealthy, have the sh- the most terrible UI. Oh, fucking awful. Not only that, the loading speeds are c- incredibly horrible compared to all the other streaming services. Mm. For such a for such a wealthy company to have such a terrible streaming service, it just blows my mind. It doesn't make sense. Man, if we're going on this tangent of um, streaming services, the best UI in a streaming service I've ever come across is the Amazon Prime UI for the simple fact that when you pause a scene, it'll pull up... Yeah, it'll pull up who's the actors in that scene. And it's like... In that exact scene, yeah. It fucking blows my mind every time I do it because we'll be sitting there... You know, you've been in this exact scenario. Everyone listening has been in this exact scenario where you're watching a movie slash a TV show and you're like... Man. Who the fuck is that? Who's that? I know that. And normally you just pause and look it up on your phone, but you just fucking hit pause and it's right there on the fucking screen. I don't yeah, know why man. every service isn't doing this. That I know. It's it's so fuck. honestly Amazon just nailed that. Like I think I think the way Netflix is laid out is better. Yeah. But Amazon takes the cake because of exactly what that is, oh, yeah. the X ray. Um It's the best I mean, thing it, ever. Yeah, Ever. It's amazing. And it's it, fucking... it gives you so much more information. It doesn't even just give you that. It gives you all the information that you yeah. need. Um, and it's just yeah, like... No, good point. It's just like that... Like, I remember a few years ago, maybe like two years ago, when the skip intro thing came out on Netflix and everyone was like, oh, yeah, why wasn't this a thing forever? Like, when I saw that <laughs> on Amazon, I'm like, yeah, why isn't this just everywhere? This is... Yep. 
Because everyone does. Everyone in the <clears throat> world does that. See someone yeah. is like, oh, who's that? Who? I, fuck, I know that person. What are they from? And does the quick googs. Yeah. Oh man. Exactly with 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 Disney with Disney Plus, you've got to watch the entire thing. Then if you obviously you're not going to watch the end credits, so you end up skipping them. I didn't find out. I I watched the entire WandaVision, and I didn't find out until halfway through Falcon Winter Soldier that at around episode four they start adding post credits, like scenes. What the fuck. And I didn't know that because I had to skip through the credits, obviously, because I don't want to watch them every episode if I'm binging nah. in a night. Oh, whereas Netflix won't let, like won't bring up skip skip mm. like to the next episode if there is end credits. End things. credits, yeah. Um, fuck you, Disney. Fuck yeah, fuck oh, you, uh, Disney. <laughs> what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> oh man, speaking. Uh, speaking, I can't even think of a good segue to get into this, but uh, the main topic for today is actually no, I've got it, I've got it. I can't. Speaking of Loki, Loki. So Loki is on Disney Plus. And fuck you, Loki you stole it. The... You can't. You fucking <laughs> Sorry, stole it. No, you you go, you go. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're talking about Record of Ragnarok, um, a series that I was really hyped for. Um, <clears throat> I just, I just took your thunder. I'm so sorry. No, I just got to, I just got to remember to leave a pause to put it the intro in. It is a series of duels between thirteen fighters representing the gods and the human race, the Ragnarok. There are so many gods here. I wonder which of them they're going to send out first. You're all completely terrified, aren't you? <laughs> No one left in the world who can defeat me now! I have one lone request for you. Don't you die. I've decided high-stakes fights like these are most agreeable. You might want to stop leering at us, you curvy old wretch. For the first time in a thousand years, my blood boils. You know, I haven't felt a like this in quite a long time. Sound. The nature of my gun view has never stopped evolving. Now this sounds like fun. The demons making me turn green with envy. This was a battle of souls, God. May they be extinguished. <laughs> Circus of filth. Radio, so <laughs> Record of Ragnarok dropped on Netflix around the 15th of July, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the 14th, actually. Netflix Australia, a Netflix exclusive anime. Netflix original. Netflix original, <laughs> as they like to call it. Yep. Uh, 11, no, 12 episodes it came out with. It's so misleading, Netflix yeah. original. No, they just paid to have it on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah, Seven Deadly Sins is a Netflix original. I'm like, fuck off. No, it's not. It's been out <laughs> it's, for a while. It's definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, Record of Rags. So you've you've read all the manga of this of this series. <clears throat> I've read all the manga and I have watched all the episodes. Yeah, so I've only watched the anime. I haven't... I've I dipped in briefly on the manga, but straight away was like, no, I want to watch this. I don't, I don't want to read this. This looks like a very visual uh, anime. And... Pff, oh, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's dig into it, man. What are your overall <laughs> thoughts of the Record of Ragnarok manga? The manga mm. um, is an 
Uh, some work. It is absolutely ballistic to mm. start to say the least. Um, it's all this series is is action, action, yep. action. Um, the uh, anyone that's watched it, you you know, like it's literally just a competition. It's it's like Mortal Kombat. Like it's just a competition. Thirteen matches to the death. There's there's no there's no, nothing but to the death in in yep. this series. Um, so yeah, it's, it's complete action, chaos, uh, it's very, it's visceral, it's, it's, they, they don't hold anything back in the manga, um, which my first, my first comparison will be, they, they hold back a lot in the anime in terms of, um, they, they follow the manga very closely, but mm. they exclude the highly visceral panels, um, of okay. the manga. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that'll 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 be a first comparison that I'll put up. But um, yeah. No, the the manga itself is just completely action. There's no, there's no pause. Uh, the only the only small pauses will be the backstories, I guess. Of yeah. Each of the okay. Characters. Okay. Which they do need and are quite are quite good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So coming into this series, I was really excited because I I remember um seeing stuff trending on Reddit about the Adam Zeus fight. <clears throat> like when that came out in the the manga, or or maybe it was just trending for some reason. But um, I was really excited for this series. the The concept itself, you know, thirteen gods versus thirteen humans um, in a battle to decide the the fate of all humanity. Look, I think I think overall, just in a broad overall sense, I think I liked this series. I think it's very fucking flawed. I think there's a lot of things like wrong with this series. But I think overall, I, I enjoyed it. I I would like to know that the you know the twelve episodes we got that covered the fight with uh, Lobu and um, Loki, the fight with Adam and Zeus, and the fight with uh, Suba and um, Poseidon. Kojiro, <coughs> Kojiro yeah. Sasaki. Yeah, uh, that's S- it. Sasaki. Yeah, and Poseidon. Those twelve episodes. How many? Um, chapters in the manga did that cover uh oh i can quickly i'd say 24 mm. okay so yep. it's a good pace um yeah it's actually a very good pace considering like the three fights is what i wanted to see uh, i remember when we first like we were anticipating it coming out and i said oh you'll get to see the zeus fight and you you were like oh you sure you're gonna get to see the zeus yeah no it's it's Pacing's quite good um, in relation to how the manga is mm. paced. So yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe yeah, twenty four twenty four chapters, twenty five maybe. It's not thirty. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because uh, when we were having that conversation about like um, the Zeus and Adam, for like when I was asking like, oh, I don't know if we'll see the Zeus and Adam fight. That was around episode four or something like that, or episode three, where we were still in the the Lobu Loki fight. And I, for for some reason, I just. Uh, I just assumed that fight was going to go longer. I think, I think the like the first couple episodes, I was still getting used to the fact that they were giving so much backstory and depth to characters that weren't sticking around. And like once you get over that, and you realize that you're just going to be rotating through these combatants, um, doing in depth backstory on them and building them up as individual characters, only to you know kill them in the next episode or. They win and they're just not seen again, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I was just assuming that they'd stick around for longer. 
but once I kind of adjusted to the pace of this series, I, I really enjoyed the the quick kind of turnover of pace and the it very quickly falls into its kind of flow, its routine, where it's just like start of a battle, backstory here, backstory there, you know, battle, yeah, battle, no. battle, twist, 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 ultimate move, ultimate move, conclusion, you know, the side characters reacting, yada, 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 and then next battle. And it's... it's Are if, you... What's that? Yeah, I like. Are you actually happy with that though? Like, I love after that. After the three battles, you actually yeah. enjoyed like the cycle. That yeah, I think by like midway through the Adam and Zeus fight, when <clears> it started <throat> to click in that oh, okay, this is just going to keep repeating. I was like, good. I I really enjoyed like the during the Lobu fight when you see all the um all his you know fellow combatants in the stand like the the uh fellow his army. like yeah his army and stuff like that. I was. I was like, okay, man, these guys are getting a lot of screen time. Are they going to stick around for the other fights? Are we going to see? And then when the Adam fight starts and they're just gone, I was just like, oh, okay, we're just going to handle these new characters now, and th- this is what yeah. it's going to be like. And one, yeah, once I adjusted to that that flow, I was kind of just locked in. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Let's just meet fun, interesting characters that you know either we get heaps of backstory on or no backstory on or you know it's their backstory is you know in context to the the fighters backstory and once i was locked in i was like yeah fuck yeah let's do this this is fucking fun and i think that's my biggest positive point on this whole series is that it is just fun it's not trying to be anything else it's just trying to be fun and i can't remember the last anime i watched or tv show i watched that was just its main goal is just to be dumb fun. <laughs> dumb fun, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it is. Well, yeah, I mean, like me reading the manga, um, there's different, like, it's very it's very cyclic with the anime, so the pace is the same for yeah. each of the fights in the anime, which is obvious, like you you want like if you've got twelve episodes, you've got three fights. You kind of want to keep it around three to four episodes per yeah. like actual start to finish of the fight, and then have like some filler in between to gap it out. Um, the pacing in the compared to the anime and the manga for each of the fights was a little bit. It did vary a little bit. Um, if we if we take the first fight, the, the Thor versus Lubu, there was. Uh, I, w- I would say compared to the manga, there was way too much screen time on the externals of the fight than the actual fight. If you compare the panels, so it's it's worth mentioning that this anime, for the scope of what they've covered, is very strict to the manga, panel by panel almost. But the exclusion being the actual first fight, so. If you look at the entire fight between Lubu and Thor, there's barely any fighting. There's only about three or four exchanges between the two characters. Whereas in the manga, the majority of the fight is actually them fighting each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in the the anime we get what? We see um, Lobu take his first swing. The first swing from uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. where where he kind of tanks that, and then we see Lobu do his you know heavenly strike, I think it's called, or heavenly sky eater. Yeah, that's it. Fucking sky eater. That's yep. fucking sick. Um, yeah, yeah, we we see him do that, and then we see 
what his steed come in and then they do one more attack and then that's it. But like, yep. yeah, I. No, no, Sky Ed is when he's on the horse. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's he, sick. They have their engagement in or in the anime. They have their engagement, and then uh, Thor does his ultimate move, Thor's hammer. He blocks that, breaks his legs, and then he does. Then they engage one more time on top of the horse. But um, I felt, I felt in that first fight, there was way too much screen time on the um, the his lieutenant, who I found completely infuriating although in the manga he cr- he is crying and whatnot mm. there's there was some there was something uh, a little bit well for me there was something a little bit off about how he was represented it was more camp uh, it was more childish devotion on the anime rather than complete like military respect which came through on the anime uh the manga yeah like yeah i'll describe his yeah his as uh, betrayal as very camp and very boy lovey um, oh, yeah, like yeah, hard on for him. For yeah, sure. less. Le- yeah, I wasn't getting that he was devoted to a military leader. I was just getting that he wanted to fucking gargle his fucking cum. Um, <laughs> that being said, the that first fight, I was pretty shocked when Lobu died. Like I, I really was because. Oh. Um, you should have seen the panel of the manga when he gets his head taken off. Man. That's it was brutal. That scene Whereas, in the anime was fantastic too. Oh, Fucking yeah. gorgeous. I mean, I, re- I really wish they had done the cl- so in in the manga like it's it's you see his face and then you see what happens to his face when he's getting struck. Uh, where they don't show that in the anime, obviously, or they have to bump the rating up a little bit. Um, but. The I I what I did love was you could get the uh, respect between the two of them a lot a lot better uh, in the anime, especially especially at the end when they finally do that last hit and Thor like crushes his head or takes his head completely off. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really good. I the transformation of Mjolnir was amazing in the anime. Very yeah, well done. It was real uh, gross the, looking. Hey, real yeah, gross it, it, like. Yeah. Good, uh, gross looks like some Dark Souls shit. Yeah, it was fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, really enjoyed Loki. I really, like, I really enjoyed Thor. the, uh, yeah, Thor, sorry. I really enjoyed the portray, uh, portrayal of, all, like, the redesign of all the gods. Like, I thought Zeus's design was sick. Loki's was sick. Fucking, with the few exceptions where I think uh, Hermes. Thor again? Did you say Loki again? I did. No, but I meant Loki. I meant Loki this time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Loki's Especially sick. when he does the twisted face. Oh, it's so good. It's so, like, um, uh, it reminds me of the captain of the uh, Black Clover captain whose magic is, like, slicing and he has blades on his arm. Yeah, uh, the Mantis guy. Yeah, um, oh, captain God, of the Green Mantis. Uh, oh, man, people are man, yelling man, at Black us right Clover now. Black Clover right now. This is a bit of a manga minute right here. Black Clover right now is fucking amazing. He And he's just had a great uh, showing in the last couple of chapters. Fuck, new chapter today. I haven't read it yet. Oh, man. i got to um, get back in Black Clover. Anyway, tangent. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the design of basically all the gods, um, with the exception of Hermes. I fucking hated Hermes in this. Oh, really? His weird-ass fucking violin thing was the dumbest shit I've ever... Like, it was so <laughs> oh, yeah, dumb. Big... It, I skipped it completely. It was so annoying. Um, it, but, like... They do do that in the manga, but mm. the manga, there's no music. So mm. if there's two pages 
or three or four of him and Zeus doing their little fucking intro song. It doesn't it doesn't bother you. I didn't realize how how much it actually like it would bother me because oh. until the anime did it and I completely skipped the entire. I, just, I was just like, fuck this. Like this no, is it's stupid. it's so du- it's it's an- one of the worst animated things in the series. It looks whack yep. as shit. It's it's pointlessly dumb. It seems to add nothing. It, and the it char- doesn't make sense yeah. either because you you think about it. They're playing a human song, like bark. They will remember they 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 go to bark and yeah. they're like, oh, this is his composition, but it's played in, for the gods. Like, why the fuck would they be playing a human composition for Zeus? I just it what? honestly, honestly, I I hated <clears> that. <throat> the other Ares, the um, Ares, the god of war. I thought his design was just. Atrocious! I hated his design. It is. I think it's supposed to be stupid, though. Okay. I think. Well, okay. So yeah, it is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like he's the god of war, and they're literally taking the piss out of the fact that he's the god of war, but he's useless almost. Okay. If if that's and what it, it's meant notice, to be, I enjoy. Yeah. Did you notice how they're comparing him against Hermes as well? Yeah. Yeah, how Hermes could see the what the exchange between Zeus and Adam. Adam was when, yeah, yeah. Whereas Ares couldn't do it. So they, they, I, th- I would. It hasn't even happened. So this isn't a spoiler. This is complete like um, speculation. But I think they're setting Hermes up as actually a very powerful god. Mm. But he but he pretends that he's not because. Well- I was surprised Let's when Zeus came out first. Like I was when yeah. he came out second. I was shocked because did you like how did you like how him and Syndra had their little uh, thing in the hallway? Where oh he's yeah, like, I'm going out next. Yeah, he's like, "What do you fucking mean, old man?" Yeah. He's like, "I'm going out next." Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, Zeus's transformation into like his weird, where he compacts all his muscle in, and he just turns into this weird stick figure. Adamus. Throwing fucking hooks everywhere. I loved it, man. I fucking yeah. fantastic. The Zeus Adam fight Ooh. is the pinnacle of this season for me. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, no, and it was the most. Per- um, I've I've written this down. Like the Zeus and the Adam was in- incredibly accurate mm. to the manga. Oh, okay, that's um, good and perfectly done. Uh, one thing I do want to mention though, if we rewind back to the first episode, they did not capture. His brutal, like Zeus's brutality, and literally how fucked up in the head he is. So you know how we, they're sitting there doing the judging, yeah. And Zeus has is sitting next to that dragon, yeah, that's wrapped around him. I think I felt like they actually made it a statue in the anime. Yeah, I. Um, is that what you thought it was a statue? Yeah, or I an think. I, yeah, I think it was a statue. Yeah, was it supposed <clears throat> to be alive or? It's a. It was supposed to be a real dragon, and when Brunhilde uh, challenges the gods, he act like Zeus freaks out. He actually releases his muscles. So the first time you see Zeus go big in the manga is the first episode, like the first chapter, not yeah. when he goes out onto the field, and then he he grabs the dragon by the nose. And rips its face off because he's oh, so Jesus. fucking excited and angry. The fact that yeah. she's like rebelling against them, but he's also excited that he gets to like crush her. So he grabs the dragon by the head and just 
tears its face off. It's mm. it's brutal, and that like in the manga that sets him up as an absolute lunatic. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't. They don't really capture that until he does his transformation in the anime. When you're like, oh no, this guy's fucking mental. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Was, that's yeah. that. That would be a much cooler way to introduce this show. Um, oh, and make him scary as fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't find him scary at all. Like, when he had that little confrontation in the hallway before his fight, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see how he's a bit formidable, but, you know, he's, he wasn't scary. Out of yeah. out of all the gods we saw, I, um, I wouldn't describe any of them as scary with the exception of Odin. Odin looked fucking tough. Like, he looked really... Yeah. I fucking loved his design. Um, but if we're talking about, um, character designs, we're going to need to talk about one character design in particular. So I know who you're going to say right now is Aphrodite. Yeah. We need to (laughs) crack into Aphrodite. (laughs) Fucking. Oh my God, bro. The stupidest shit. I can't, I can't just, I can't decide if it is a, like a joke on fan service in anime or if it's just like oh it's Aphrodite they gotta love we might as well give her the world's biggest boobs and it's like biggest titties bro I've we've watched a lot of anime you've read a lot of manga they are hands down the biggest tits in anime oh yeah I've been through all kinds of fan service I mean I read fairy tale like that's just fan service um it's (laughs) I think she's a piss take but also like that as you can tell, they're exaggerating all the gods. Yeah. Um, but you don't see it in... The, they don't show you in the anime, but not only is there a, a dude holding each tit, she's sitting on two guys. Yeah, well, you know, that, they, they show that. As yeah. a dude holding her... As a dude holding her... Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, there's like five guys holding her body up. Um, absolute piss take. But the funniest thing, and I sent a Snapchat of it, remember, when... The, there's that big explosion and <laughs> her tits, tits just fly in just her face. Fly up in her face. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, right. And it's like so all her dialect was like, there's one line <clears throat> where she's like, I think she's talking about Adam and she's like, oh, well, I didn't realize this fight would be so arousing. And like you see her <laughs> boobs just wiggle and I'm like, come on, come yeah. the fuck on. Um, yeah, but, that's way over the top. That's probably the most over the top character in the entire thing. Yeah, it's absolutely it's, ridiculous. It's pretty nuts. Um, we haven't really spoken about the Valkyries. I do have one burning question, and it's something that I was expecting in the anime when they showed us how the you know the, how the humans could actually stand up to the gods, which was you know the Valkyries kind of spiritually combining with them to forge a weapon, like the perfect weapon for that combatant. Yeah, what was it called? Volnir or something like yeah, that? That's it, Vol- Volnir. Yeah, that's it, anime, In the manga, do those Valkyries get any dialogue or anything during the fight, or is it just once they've turned into a weapon there? Or do we get any kind of contact or story behind the Valkyries? Because we, we have a little bit in the anime with uh, Brunhilde, uh, Brunhilde, and her little sidekick. Well, she's, she's the main driver yeah. for the whole thing, though. And her little sidekick. Um, the most annoying character in the entire fucking, fucking show. I'm so infuriating. Sick of her, from episode one, I was sick of that little bitch. Um, just a typical lolly yeah. character. Just awful. Um, but all the I other... Don't know why they feel... Why, feel, why do they... 
put that stereotypical character in? Lolly like, characters? Is it really that successful in Japan yes. in places that are like... Yes. It, yes. It yes, yes, yes. It completely destroys any kind of anime for me. This is one of the... One, it's one of the strong reasons why I stopped watching a ton of anime. Yeah. Is because it's, they've um, got characters like that that are just fucking dumb. And annoying. And also... Completely um, annoying. Really... And this is looking at it from a pretty Western point of view. Um, and I... Well, this is pretty Darcy territory, but fuck it. Um, from from a point <laughs> of view... When have we worried about that? Yeah, we've... Like, and I've had this conversation with uh, my wife, like, many a times. Um, a really, truly lolly character that's looks and acts like a child, but is a grown woman and is drawing the attention of men around her in a series or meant to be fan serviced is very problematic when you look at it from a adult point of view, especially when that person is depicted to be a child. Cause that is yeah. pedophilia and like fucking, yeah, like it's dicey. It's really dicey and I fucking hate it. Um, a series yeah, that I've spoken about it with, with Elaine, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, a series that I, I really loved and I think I spoke about on a few episodes ago, uh, Steins Gate, um, a fantastic series about time travel. Um, is It's really good, but it's got two to three very lolly characters in it. And for that reason uh-huh. alone, it's like, yeah, fuck. I, I, I love the story. I love the characters. But these lolly kind of children that are you know acting like grown women and being treated like grown women, but are very purposely drawn voiced and mannerisms of a child it's it's fucking problematic and it's 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 really shit sometimes like it, it fucking is i fucking i really hate it but we'll get back to record of rag the the question i had for you sorry go on well yeah i was just to say like it completely changes the entire uh uh not pace it it changes the entire vibe of what it's supposed to be when I can, I can, re- like, she's got the same dialogue in the manga, mm. but in my head, I'm not reading it like she fucking is voiced. No. She, and I don't think she, I, she should be read that way either. No. At least, to, at least, at least to me as, as, yeah, um, and as an adult, I don't, I'm not reading her like that. I'm reading her as when she's saying this stuff, like she's concerned. She's not freaking out like a stupid little idiot. Well, um, she's not acting like a child. She's acting like when you when you read her dialogue. If you were just to read it, you would just read it as, "Oh, this is a Valkyrie. This is a warrior it's who is concerned." To what's yes. actually happening? Yes. Whereas it doesn't it, in the anime. It's not coming across like that. She literally, it's like running a knife through it mm-hmm. and cuts cuts any kind of atmosphere that the show is trying to build, and yeah. it's it's a fucking piss take. She's. It's destroying any kind of substance that the show is trying to build, especially when it's at the peak of a battle. Yeah, Kojiro, and it it fucking switches to this little whiny little bitch. Why the fuck are they doing that? Like, you want to build the grandioseness of the of the fight. You don't want to have it reach just before its peak. Switch to her, destroy every all the atmosphere that's happened. And mm. then go back to the fight, which concludes, and then it's nowhere near as epic as it should have been. Yeah, it, that it's the number one thing that I I was gonna attack about the anime is her mm. character. For me personally, ruins the fucking show. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty unbearable when she's on screen. Like, and yeah, all yeah, the entire time she's completely unbearable. Yeah. Um, the question I had for you with in regards to the manga, excuse me. Do the do the Valkyries that get turned into weapons? Do they get any sort of backstory lines? Anything during the actual fights in the manga, or are they just completely no, the the ones we've seen? Uh, mm. Like I was saying, it's quite it does qu- adhere quite strictly to the manga. Okay, um, that's okay. And like this, one of one of my comments is like I almost find it almost lazy the anime um, with how closely they follow the manga. So okay, the di- yeah. the dialogue is roughly the same as what we do get with the Valkyries because I find that the ma- the Valkyries is one of the mysteries they're unraveling. Uh, okay, yeah, as okay. Go- as they go and how exactly the Volunda works. Um, once you get uh, to the next fight, the Dra- Jack Ripper Hercules fight, oh. it, it brings in another aspect of the Valkyries um, because so far they've been heroes. Yeah, Jack the Ripper's the first villain, villain, and yeah. uh, the Valkyrie does actually struggle uh, bonding with him a little bit. Oh, that's, that's a total spoiler. So no, 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 that's um, fine. That's uh, I don't consider that a spoiler at all for me. Um, yeah, and if you but, do, then, uh, at John Rowe, um, <laughs> I was just about to give out your email address, but I won't dock you. It's fine. <laughs> but then the fight that happens after that, um, we don't know who it is yet. Obviously, no spoilers. Uh, it's completely the opposite. It's a juxtaposition between the, the struggle of trying to get with the villain. It's they actually bond better than the rest of the guys. Um, so that's a story driver in itself. So they start obviously they start off with this zero dialogue with mm. um, with Lubu's pretty much like you, you don't you don't even get the name of the the, nah. uh, the Valkyrie until after the fight. We yeah we don't um, even realize that the Valkyrie has turned into his weapon until after, which is. In the yeah. anime, it pays off as a really good reveal, and when we it see is, when we see it happen with Adam, um, and it turns into just one pair of knuckle dusters, and like, by the way, Adam's design, like Chef's kiss, <laughs> it's one of my favorite depictions of like a Christian religion in like a in a Japanese <laughs> anime, because like Adam's just fucking jacked, but like slight jacked, like he's like he's like um like e boy jacked. Like, and I fucking, I'm all about it. And his hair, everything, I'm just, I fucking love it. And his, like, his son. His attitude. Um, Eve's, Eve's fucking, um, Eve, Eve's design from his, his partner. These, uh, um, Cain and Abel's design, his sons. Like, I loved it all. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was honestly shocked that Adam lost. I thought Adam would win the fight against Zeus. And I thought that would be a big but... thing. I, yeah, no, you're right, and it, it, they definitely played it off with like that when he when Zeus fell. Yeah, but I think for the second fight, and obviously like we we know we know Kojiro won. Yeah. So I think the fact that like he lost, but he technically he was the victor of the fight. Um, like he died, but he beat Zeus. So I think my opinion would be that like they that was a, that was very well played by the author. Yeah, it's kind of like we saw uh, Lobu just basically get fucking wrecked. Destroyed. Yeah. Like, he, he he made him bleed, which is, like, the first kind of thing. Like, oh, if... if And it's that old thing, like, well, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Like, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just... The next fight with Adam, like, we see, okay, Adam took Zeus to his limit. Like, Zeus was, Zeus was done. 
Um, just quick side note. Fucking wild that they didn't let like Zeus didn't use any lightning at all. Fucking insane. The craziest yeah. thing that I was like, Zeus, why aren't you using lightning? You're the the, the literal god of thunder, and you're not yeah, using th- lightning. Yeah, I think they might. I feel like they covered their ass a little bit at the start when he was like, oh, "I just want to use my bare fists to beat yeah. your ass because you're a fucking mortal." Uh, and and Adam was using t- his bare fist too, so yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of a pride thing, maybe, that he yeah. didn't want to use his magical abilities. But um, come on, bro. Like, you didn't have to fight yourself to near death. Like, you could have just zapped the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but so do you we think saw... if he did use lightning, that Adam would have been able to use it, do you reckon? No, because he. Nah. Uh, <laughs> no, well, yeah, they say he can reflect anything the gods do back at him. So, yeah. I suppose, maybe? Because, remember, he did... Tra- when um, he fought the serpent, he did actually physically transform into, a ser- into like, the claws and whatnot. Yeah. So, I feel like he could... I yeah, feel like that's he could right. use the lightning. Yeah. That, that was sick. Um, yeah, so, we the Adam and Zeus fight, we see, you know, Zeus basically go to his limit. And then the third fight with, with Poseidon and um, the swordsman dude, the world's Kajiro. greatest... The what is he? The world's greatest loser. The number one, number under one, the sun, but he's also the the yeah the world's greatest loser. Which is is fantastic. And their fight, like when when I realized that was going to be the last fight of the season, I was like, okay, well, either he wins now and we get a glimmer of hope, or we lose and this whole season is kind of weirdly pointless. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no. they had yeah they had to I get don't a know win. Whether they had the intention of. So obviously, when they wrote the manga, like it was a while mm. ago, and he was the first victor in the manga, I think. I think if he wasn't the first victor and the fourth fighter was, we would have had four fights in the first season. You for would sure. have had four for fights sure. in the season for sure. And then, I don't know whether they would have jumped up the episodes, but Netflix doesn't really do that. They do no. twelve in the first season, um, so I think it would have been rushed. They probably, would, honestly, it might not have even got off the ground if they didn't do that. Yeah. So, but that that fight was was very good, and the depiction of Poseidon as being this arrogant kind of ruthless god, fantastic. I. I kind of enjoyed the fact that Poseidon didn't move. Like, his whole thing was he's just going to stand here in this one spot and just go hard. And even yeah, when just... even when he starts getting bested and, you know, old mate cuts off one arm and Poseidon just grabbed... And that this the whole animation sequence between the, the last bit of that fight where Poseidon loses an arm, he grabs the arm that's been decapitated, crushes it in his hand, swings again, loses his other ha- arm... And gets the try and puts it in his teeth, goes again, and then gets like he gets cut in like fours. He gets to the big, yeah, a big X slash. Yeah. yeah, that whole thing was fantastic. Like probably where eighty percent of their budget went, honestly, um, but worth it because it was. I've watched it. I've watched that scene alone like four times now, just because I was like, I wanted to double check to see if it was as good as I thought it was. The first yeah. time, because I was real drunk when I watched it the first time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking sick, man. It's it's really good. And to finish off the season with the teaser of the Jack the Ripper Hercules fight in the new kind of stadium setup in the old town London looking stadium setup was was it's such a good hanger, like such a good cliffhanger to leave us wanting yep. more for the next season. And this season isn't getting the best of reviews, so I'm hoping that it gets pushed for another season. I'd be fucking so devastated if it doesn't. 
because I think there's a lot yeah. of potential here. And if it finds its market, if it finds people like me who are just sometimes looking for dumb fun and yeah, don't burn. need, yeah, and don't need to look below the surface level because there's nothing below the surface level here. There's no greater story that they're trying to tell. It is, you can fucking dig as deep as you want. You're not going to find any nuggets of wisdom. It's fucking dumb fun. And that's yeah, it. No, and it's just straight out of the book. Like they I mean, they're, they're just recounting either history or mythology. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. If they did, if they had have kept it at that, you know, you're completely right. Like they did need to tease the next fight. I yeah. mean, they, they needed a hook. There was at the end of the fight, there was no hook left i mean other than like they got a victory but one okay i want to like you're right the last scene where like he does actually cut him up Mm. was brilliantly done yeah beautiful in my opinion everything before that was just utter shit it was slideshows this is and we've i've seen this before in countless fucking anime and at some point i'm going to lose my mind and ban myself from watching anime because it it frustrates (laughs) me so much but when an anime des- decides to display combat or you know scenes with just still slideshows yeah. of images, it's it, lazy. It, it's it's lazy. It's fucking boring to watch. Like it's just boring to watch. Um, you and it's such a valid criticism. When I've seen so many comments of being like, "Yeah, it's just a slideshow. I don't want to watch a slideshow. I want to watch an anime." And like, yeah, yeah fuck, yeah. that's fair, dude. Like, I can't. I can't convince anyone to watch this if that's their criticism because, no, that's fucking fair. Yeah, I mean, to, uh, to me, as the viewer, it comes off, they're not even attempting to make it something great. No. They're just making content. And there, there's great parts in the content, but the majority of the content is just content. That's all it is. If I'm going to watch Poseidon throw a million jabs with a spear... I don't want to see Kojiro just standing there, not even fucking moving. He's mm. completely still. He's just one frame, just thinking about fucking life and yeah. what happened to him and where how he got to where he is now. Meanwhile, there's literally a fucking meteor shower falling on him. Yeah. But they can't even animate his fucking arms moving. It, yeah, it's just lazy. It's so lazy and that was so, so off-putting. And as great as that last last engagement was mm. where like he does cut him up and it was beautiful done is it is it better than it does it does it make you forget about what should have been the most epic part mm. of the battle no me personally not at all um if you're going to and not only that he's getting he's getting rained on with a spear and he turns his head like he, t- he it's only one panel where he like notices that everyone's cheering him on and like he should Go further. Yeah. In the anime, they t- they drag that out into like a fucking two minute dialogue of him yeah. just standing in this flurry of spear thrusts, just thinking about fucking like how he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders and he's the got to be the number one of the sun. Like mm. these these lazy parts are they? Do they stack up against the great parts? I I'm not really I'm not I'm on the fence about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but. Well, and that's why I started this kind of review saying that my overall thoughts is I, I enjoy this and I like this. Um, and but like and as we've said, there's, there's so many negatives in this series. And I've said it fucking 20 times now, but this is... It's just dumb fun. And 
Yeah, yeah. I've watched it a few times and I, I've, I've ruminated on it a little bit. And the more I think about it, the more I realize that there's so many things I, I, I don't like. So, and look, honestly, if I didn't, if, if we weren't reviewing this show for, for this podcast, I probably would have gone on thinking I loved Record of Ragnarok and it was a great series. Mm. But because I've, I've reflected on it and spent time and really analyzed the, the flaws that are there, I, I, I've come away realizing that, you know, it's just dumb fun. There's there's nothing below the surface. But I, I don't know if that's all it's going to be. If this gets another season, and we were, we were really lucky, they did something that I wasn't expecting it, but they showed us the list of all the humans and gods that are coming up to fight. So There's like, some good, uh, good ones in there, huh? Yeah, like Jack the Ripper's the next fight. That, that fucking really excites me. Like Buddha is on this list for humans, who is um, a former, is described in this list as a former oh, he's human. He's gods. He's in the list as the gods. Oh, he's down on this well, my list of, for human representatives. Anyway. Um, well, that's funny. That's funny. Um, okay, spoiler alert. Skip ahead 10 seconds. Oh, just hit the plus 15 button if you don't want to hear this. Three, two, one. Um, so in the manga, he's actually... He's down as a god and he's supposed to fight as a god and then he actually flips and he says, fuck you gods, I'm going to go fight for the humans. Oh, awesome. That's sick. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like on this other list, uh, we have like Nikola Tesla, um, Nostradamus, on there as well, which I'm so excited for. Leonidas, like I'm just looking at the human list. I haven't even looked at the god list because, like, I I know Rasputin. that yeah, Rasputin's on this list. Like, and I'm very excited because these are some interesting characters that I'm not sure how they're gonna fight, how they're gonna translate their kind of backstory into a combat. You know. Like, how the fuck... It, what's Nikola Tesla going to do? I don't know, but I'm fucking excited. And Gadgets. That's that's <laughs> the, the really weird dichotomy of this show where there's so many things in here that are exciting me and I'm anticipated for, but there's so many things that I don't like about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really in a, a split mind. So I think overall, if we're going to give this a rating, which we probably should... Look, I'm going to say this show's getting it. it it's, it's getting it. Um, yep. But with a few caveats, because I think if you're someone who's very turned off by fan service, lolly characters, um, poor animation, uh, like skin deep story, this isn't for you. If you're someone who just wants 12 episodes of dumb fun and then you can put this in the back of your mind and forget about it until the next series comes out, perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. If you're hungover on a fucking Sunday, nursing off a hangover, and you just want to watch 14 hours of dumb TV, this is what you watch. Because yeah. you don't have to think about anything else apart from this. Um, yeah. But I'm interested, if you've read all the manga, and you've watched this first season of anime, knowing what you know coming up, are you nervous or excited? I'm excited. Okay. I, this is one thing I want to say. The the next two fights, uh, and especially the second, like uh, the one after Jack the Ripper, is probably the best fight so far and the most uh, the most interesting. Definitely, definitely the beefiest as well. Um, cool. Like I said, there's there's about seventy to eighty chapters out. The first season is the first three fights only takes less than 30 chapters. The next 40 chapters are all the next two fights. Oh, wow. So the next season will probably just be those two fights. There, well, there's con- there's a good amount of fleshed out content in the next two fights. Um, 
the Jack the Ripper fight is very well done and it's much more intricate and thought out oh, than awesome. the previous three as well. I mean, you take the fir- the first one was literally oh these two we're just going to smash these two characters at each other's face yeah. and one of them's going to die. Yes, yeah, the second fest. one an old school slugfest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The second one was oh we're going to uh, have the strongest god. Well, actually, technically they they say Thor's the strongest god. Yeah, but we're going to have Zeus who. Uh, this is one thing I wanted to say. They they call him the the creator of the universe. No, he wasn't the creator of the universe. So fuck off. Um, him against the pretty much a god human. Yeah, the first human. Fucking, the first human who's literally got a god's power. So I, that was silly. I loved how Adam's case file was case file dot zero 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 one. I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Of course. I'm like, yeah. and as soon as I saw that and I realized who it was, I was like, this is great. I fucking. And again, it's fucking. It's why my brain is so split over this show because there's so many things to be yeah. like fucking great, and there's other things where I'm like, kill me, kill me now, like. Yeah. yeah. I love. I it. loved. I loved him. I loved the bit where they make it like he walks into the the um, the court hearing and he's mm. just got the car- He's carrying the baskets and all the gods are like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Yeah. Um, just spitting apples, chewing like the sour, apples, spitting sour, apples. Yeah, no, that that sour. was good. That was fucking good. Loved that it. was good. Whereas, like, if you take like fucking. The, the Thor backstory, which was just literally fucking still frames, and they're just moving them around. Like, that was fucking boring. Like, yeah. animate that shit. Just, yeah, that animate everything. An, I mean, that was that was one page. That whole thing was like one and a half pages in the manga. You, you flicked through it, and it was like, oh, there it is, like, whatever. No, they dragged that out for fucking ten minutes. Yeah. And in one episode. Like, you're not focusing on the things that should be focused on. But man, the next fight, Jack the Ripper is just, and Hercules is just so, and it actually sets up. It actually like has some character development in it. Good, um, yeah, man. I'm really, I'm really so excited for this. I'm really excited. I, I, I watched the next season. Like that's why I watched this season is because I actually like the manga. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Like every update, I'll read it straight away because mm. I, I do like the manga. And, and I can see um, why you would like it. Like, um. From the brief time I spent with the manga before I decided I want to watch this, I was, you know, I was very intrigued. Um, but I was assuming at the time that the anime would be would be fucking, you know, fully animated. And look, I'm glad that I waited. I I am glad that I waited. Like a like a 18 year old on a year 12 formal. I'm glad that I waited for you know to be deflowered by the anime. Um, yeah. That being said, I don't know if I'm going to wait for the second season before I go in on the manga. And look, that's 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 where I kind of want. That's kind of want to where where I want to leave this 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 episode at, is will I go in on the manga or will I wait? Um, Coming from like I've got I've obviously what I've got taken all the content in. My opinion, um, the manga deserves a read. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't recommend everyone watch the anime. I would. Any if you're read if you're a manga reader, I would recommend read this manga because it is great. It is actually really good, um, and it, it, it way more emotive than the anime. The anime <laughs> just falls flat on so many notes, whereas the manga, like the the gods, are more terrifying in the manga. The annoying characters are way less annoying in the in the in the manga. Um, even the announcer. The announcer is so frustrating in the anime. Oh, um, yeah. He fucking sucks dick. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, fucking, it's just stupid. Um, yeah. Heimdale, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, 
So if you, if you're all the manga readers out there, which I don't think there's many of them like me, a lot of a lot a lot of you guys love anime, but um, the manga dessert like this, and the content to come for season two will be better. I can guarantee that. Um, as long as we get a season two. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm but, hopeful. Um, I'm hopeful. Well, the initial reviews are going to be critical anyway. Um, but unfor- unfortunately, you can't see how well things do on Netflix. They keep that under lock and key. Yeah, they don't. Um, so they I guess don't we, I guess we won't. Shit. Yeah, I guess we won't find out. But um, no, no I, I mean, I've got high hopes for season two. But I, I guarantee, like, I honest to God, I'm hanging out for more manga episodes because they're, they're not. They release actually quite sparingly, especially. And I can realize now since they've been doing the anime that they've slowed down. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, it's it's good content to come for sure. Yeah, Mauricio. So, would you say getting it for the manga, not getting it for the anime, from your opinion? The manga gets it for sure. Yeah. The anime, surprisingly, I could watch it, but I did. I skipped all the things yeah. that I like, all the all the bits I didn't need to watch. Um, so. There's parts that definitely don't get it. There's parts that do get it. Yeah, it's a real um, one. It's a it's a real tough one. I I can see I can see why people. Yeah, I'm on the fence about it, Phil. Yeah, I'm so on the fence about it. That's okay. Um, that's fine. Look, I think I think we'll pull up stumps here. Um, we'll leave it at that. It's been fucking absolutely fantastic to have you on the potty again, brother. Um, I really enjoyed talking about Record of Ragnarok, and I'm good. really excited to go in on Rick and Morty season five. Um, as, alwa- as always, dorks, uh, make sure you're leaving us a review on whatever you're listening to this on. really helps get the podcast out there and get more dorks involved. If you want to reach out and get in touch with us at the pod, you can email us at, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at lordsofdorktown again. Um, Johnny Boy, you want to sign us off there, brother? Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for having me, Phil. And as always...